Welcome to the Addicted to Growing podcast, where we talk about growing our lives through things like growing our finances, health, relationships, mindset, and overall happiness and fulfillment. My name is Jordan Pavato, and I hope you enjoy. Hey there, welcome to episode two of the Addicted to Growing podcast. I'm here today with my wife, I mean girlfriend, uh, Maddie Clapperton. (laughs) Uh, And I'm sure if if any of you know me pretty well, you also probably know Maddie or at least heard of her. Um, And today uh, we're going to be talking about the five love languages test and also some key tips for communication. And as well as uh, some of the things that both Maddie and I have improved on and also struggled with in our own uh, relationship with each other. And hopefully throughout this, this will help you guys in your relationships with either your boyfriend, girlfriend, dog, or maybe not dog, but you know, other people in your life. (laughs) Uh, Doesn't necessarily have to be a loved one, but other people hopefully, because we all know the real uh, key to a good relationship a long-lasting one is good communication skills, right? So we'll be going over those things. And yeah, so let's uh, introduce Maddie and let her tell you a bit about herself and how we've met. And this is her per- per- blah, 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 blah. See, this is her first podcast, so she might be a little nervous, maybe just as nervous as I am saying that and completely messing up. So it's good okay. Luck, I'm definitely going to be a little bit better than that because I know how to speak properly. Um, anyways. <laughs> I'm Maddie. Um, I am going to university for teaching and math and economics. And Jordan and I have been friends, or we're not friends right now. Well, I guess we I are. We were married. But <laughs> yeah. So we met when we were in grade nine, but we weren't really friends in grade nine. We just knew each other. And then in grade 10, we became really good friends because. I helped him pass arts and crafts because mm. he's lacking in that department. But then we also became friends because we had history class together. And I also helped him with history. Um, and then... I basically graduated because of you. Yeah. <laughs> and then grade 11, we were really good friends. And then the summer going into grade 12, we started dating. So it's been just over three years and yeah that's pretty much it about us three years since we started dating yeah but we've been yeah yeah and we kind of like each other a little bit but right now or before oh like yesterday i liked you today it's like a little (laughs) bit uh, more 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 yeah yeah (laughs) yeah okay so let's get into this you guys are probably bored of of our story anyways okay so you want to learn some tips all righty So basically, (laughs) basically the whole reason why we make our relationship work is because, well, not the whole reason why, but one of the reasons why is we focus a lot on what each person needs out of the relationship and then also like expressing like what we need for ourselves. So a quick and easy way to figure out what you value in a relationship is by taking the five love languages test so if you don't know what the five love languages test is it's basically a test you can do it online 
and it asks you a bunch of different questions, um, kind of either or statements. So it's, would you rather a hug at the end of the day or would you rather somebody bring you something to show that they were thinking about you? Just different questions like that. And then you go through all of them and then by the end, there's five different categories and it tells you what you value the most. So the five different categories are quality time, physical touch, words of affirmation, acts of service, and gift giving. So do you want me to explain them? Go for it. Okay, so basically they're pretty self-explanatory. Gift giving means that you feel loved and appreciated when somebody gives you something or plans something out to make you feel special, things like that. Um, Quality time is, it means the most to you when somebody takes time out of their day to um, spend it with you. And physical touch is things like holding hands or hugging or anything else that involves physical touch. Um, Acts of service is if someone is trying to help you out. They do little things for you throughout the day to make your life easier. And then words of affirmation is hearing compliments or hearing validation, hearing that they're proud of you. And so those are the five love languages tests. So Jordan and I took this test when... We've taken it a few times. Yeah, we've taken it a few times. And pretty much it's the same every time. Sometimes like the first two change up. Um, But we have very different results. (laughs) Basically completely opposite. Yeah, we're basically completely opposite. But if that's okay, it's fine to have it completely opposite. Uh, Like you could look at it as, oh, well, those two people are so different. But it's not really. It's how you like how you express or what's the word for it how you um act for the other person how you act for the other person but more how you yourself value love right so if someone's love language is gift giving that means that they feel loved when someone else gives them gifts they might themselves not like giving people gifts but they like receiving them so it's more of like the receiving end of it that it's telling you Mm -hmm. so we did the um, five love languages tests, and do you want to say your results? Sure. So I, my first one, most important one that I love the most is acts of service, which makes sense. And then second was words of affirmation. So those are my top two. And then the other ones were kind of just whatever, receiving gifts and then quality time. And the last one was physical touch. And now if you listen to Maddie's, you'll see how opposite those are. So mine are basically the exact opposite. So my first two are quality time and physical touch. And then my last three are acts of service, words of affirmation, and receiving gifts. So they're completely different. And if you didn't know this about the other person or even about yourself, you could get into a lot of fights or you could end up feeling not appreciated. You feel like the other person's not giving you the love that you think that you deserve. <clears throat> sorry. Um, right into their ears. <laughs> anyways, sorry about that. Um, but basically, it's a really good test to share with your partner. So don't just do it yourself. You have to share both results. And then you can kind of work together or just keep it in the back of your mind um, what that other person values. Because the whole way to make a relationship work is, of course, valuing yourself and um, all that. But it's also trying to make sure that the other person knows how you feel and is, feels loved. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you might do one thing for someone thinking that, oh, that's what I would like, so they must like the same thing. And then they, they don't 
they don't care for it as much, right? Like if I were to uh, send you a gift, right? Um, and I might be like, oh, that's like so awesome. You probably love it. Well, you might love it, but you would have rather just spend some time with me, right? Or just hang out with me. Um, so it's important to know these things so you know what the other person actually wants out of the relationship and what makes them feel loved and happy, right? Yeah, and it doesn't mean to just like ignore the ones that are at the bottom. Obviously, they're all important because that's why they're <laughs> five love languages. But it's just kind of more valuing what your top ones yeah. are. Yeah. So then it helps you grow in Do your relationship. Yeah. Alrighty. So that's the five love, love languages test. If you haven't done it, uh, even if you're not with a partner or whatever, it's still good to know uh, about yourself. Uh, so I'd recommend doing it. it it's pretty pretty awesome when we do it and if you do have a partner then definitely do it with them and share your results with each other yeah it's definitely worth it worth the time to do you can there's like a bunch online you can just search them up Alrighty. so now we'll get into some key tips for communication uh not just in love relationships or romantic relationships but just in general i think like i've said we all struggle with this especially me so it's good uh, to know this stuff and maddie has helped me a lot with all of this so maddie what, what are some of your key tips? Okay, so basically, um, as Jordan said, sometimes he's not the best at communicating, which is perfectly fine because there's a lot of aspects in communication that I also struggle with, but it's good to recognize them so then you can work on them. So don't go into this whole podcast being like, well, I have great communication. I talk all the time. You could be talking but not be saying anything important or mm-hmm. not be making the other person feel like you're listening to them and like having an actual good conversation. So, some key tips. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. First of all, no yelling. Jordan and I have, I don't even think, ever yelled at each other. Nah. Ever. We just, it's not the type of people we are. Even if we're angry or upset or anything, it's just like, yelling is not going to get you anywhere because, first of all, if you're yelling, you're getting yourself so worked up. You're you're just saying anything that comes to mind. You can say things that you will instantly regret. And also at the same time, if you're yelling at somebody, you're just tearing down on their feelings Mm -hmm. and you're also making them put up all their defenses and just kind of like yelling back at you. And then you guys are just both yelling at each other. Nobody's listening. And you're kind of like, all thought is, yeah, exactly. You're not getting anywhere. All thought is just out the window and you're just making noise basically. So we don't ever yell. So (laughs) if you yell at people when you get angry, or you yell at your partner or whoever if they make a mistake. Work on that because that's not healthy, first of all. (laughs) (laughs) So my next tip is no interrupting. So a lot of people think really quickly and when people are telling them things, they're just automatically thinking, what's my response? What am I gonna say? And you might be doing this subconsciously, but you will 100% make that person feel like you're not completely listening. And you could be, but if you're focused on what you're going to say, you're not really hearing them. Yeah, that's true. That, that's actually a good point. Yeah. yeah. So like the biggest thing is when you're listening to someone, take time to actually think of things from their point of view. And then you can think of how you're going to respond. You can take mm-hmm. the time after respond. Mm-hmm. But your number one priority is when someone's talking to you about something or if you're trying to deal with an issue or anything like that is let the person finish because they'll feel heard and they'll feel like okay this person values my opinion they want to listen and they want to work on it and understand it whereas if you're interrupting then the person just feels disrespected yeah that's definitely one thing that i've struggled with is 
I'm sure a lot of people feel this too, is when someone's talking to you, whether it be anyone really, your first instinct is how do I respond? What do I say? What do I say? Right? What's my next thing I'm going to say? Well, that's what we're trying to say you shouldn't be doing, right? You should just take a moment to really listen to what they're trying to say because like in anything, let's say you're in an interview, right? And they ask you a question. You're just thinking, what am I going to answer? But you might miss part of what the actual question is, right? Like you have to really think about what they're saying first and listen and then finally respond, which is something I haven't done a great job with, right? You need to sit back and listen. And it's something that you've done a really good job with. Like I'll notice for me, whenever you're talking, instantly I'll respond or I, I'm trying to get better. But you, <laughs> before I'd instantly respond, whereas now, you know, or for you, sorry, um, you'll literally listen to me and just sit there for four or five seconds. And I'm like, what? Okay. And then I'll just keep talking. I'll, I'll say something again, or you'll actually respond properly, right? So that's... Uh, that is yeah. a major key. If the person that you're with sometimes struggles a bit to communicate how they're feeling, do not respond right away. So I don't know if it's a trick. It's just something that I do with like anybody, not just Jordan. But when someone's talking, like literally let them finish and then give them a few extra seconds because that few extra seconds, it might make them feel awkward or might make them feel like, but they're going to rethink like, oh, actually I have more to say. Mm -hmm. And not a lot of people do that. So, you, you know, usually when you tell someone something, um, you might just try to get out what, you know, squeeze out the shortest bit so that they actually listen. But if you know that they're listening, you're willing to say more because you know they're going to listen. And then, you know, most people aren't used to that, right? So then they're going to squeeze out more information and more information that they might not usually get to say to other people, right? Um, yeah, so I just always give Jordan a few extra seconds. And then he usually ends up telling me like triple what he just told me. So it works both ways because then we get the whole story out and get to talk everything out. So our next tip for good communication is good eye contact and active listening skills. So the first thing is eye contact. I feel like so many people don't know how to have a conversation and just look at somebody in their eyes. Everybody's wanting to look at the ground. It's intimidating for people to look other people in the eyes. And it's just something that people I feel used to be really good at, but then just aren't that great at anymore. And it's one of the major things to make somebody feel heard is if you're looking them directly in the eye. It shouldn't be an mm -hmm. awkward thing. It should be something that, oh, somebody's looking at you in your eyes. They're really taking in. Obviously, don't like stare at them, but like <laughs> be engaged in the conversation. Lean forward to someone when they're speaking. Don't just like sit back, arms crossed, like you're not, yeah. you don't care about it. And then active listening skills is you're actively listening to someone. So you're not doing other things at the same time. You're not multitasking. You're not looking at the wall. You're not watching TV at the same time. You're engaged. You're directly looking at the person, giving them good eye contact, nodding your head when you agree with someone, like show emotion when you're talking to people, mm -hmm. which I, is obviously something that's like pretty basic for most people, but it's something that like a lot of people forget or feel like, oh, eye contact, whatever. It's not a big deal. Yeah. But. Yeah. It's, it's funny. All these topics are so basic and obvious and it's like, yeah, duh. And then you get into a real conversation and you actively like are aware of these things and you think about, oh, am I doing these things? And you're like, oh, maybe I'm not doing a very good job with these basic things, right? Yeah. Just so have, being, sorry. being aware of it, right? Yeah. That's, that's the real key. You need to be aware of these things and like implement them in the real world and actually analyze if you're doing them properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so next time you're having a conversation with anybody, 
think about are you looking them in the eyes when they're speaking or are you looking at something else because mm -hmm. i guarantee you're not giving them eye contact because it's something that everybody struggles with yeah okay you can do the next one okay uh another awesome tip we've got here is fixing problems without waiting uh too long right you don't need to fix them right away necessarily like we said you don't need to respond to someone a second after they finish talking and say, oh, what's the, how do we fix this? How do we fix this? That's something I naturally do. And I've talked to some of my friends actually, and they say they do the same. So I'm sure lots of you listening also feel that as soon as someone comes to you with a problem or with anything, you think of an immediate response. How do I fix it? Right. But you don't need to do that. But at the same time, you don't want to just let things go for days and days and days. For example, you and I, like, I don't know if we've ever waited more than like 24 hours ever to solve any issue. Like yeah. maybe like if it happens during the day, we make sure we solve it, fix yeah. it, talk about it before we go to bed. Or if it happens maybe at night, we'll go to bed, which doesn't happen too often, but we might. And then in the morning, right away, we'll fix it, right? Like we don't wait on this because, you know, that, that just, then there's a lot of assumption going on and, oh, I feel bad, but what is this person thinking? Like, just talk about it, just fix it, right? Why, why do you feel this way? And what do you, how do you want to feel after? You want to feel better after. So how are you going to do that? By talking about it and coming up with a solution. So us personally, like I, I know we have done a really good job with not letting things go. You personally, like anytime, <laughs> you, anytime there's a problem, you know, if, if we like are calling or texting or whatever, and there's any bit of an issue, I'll just be sitting there thinking about the problem. I'm sure you guys are there too. You, you, you have a problem, right? And then you end a conversation with someone and then the next three hours you're thinking about it nonstop. Well, what you end up doing is you call me during that time yeah, that I'm thinking, and I don't then you, let you just fix it. Go. <laughs> I'm I, like, okay. yeah. <laughs> you know, which some people might find like you need time to cool right. off, which true. I 100% agree. True, if true. you're in the moment and you are just angry and pissed off and you don't know what to say, or you're just like so annoyed with that person, take time, take an hour, take a couple hours to think things over because it'll give you time to figure out what you want to say what you want to address and then it won't just be you angrily right, okay. talking at someone and then you'll end up saying something that you want to take back eventually so it's better to give yourself time to think about it but not too much time that you'll overthink it and turn it into a bigger problem or you don't, don't let's so, yeah exactly don't let so much time go by that like it's been a few days and it's like oh it's not even relevant anymore because mm -hmm. it'll just build up resentment and then something similar will come up and then it, you'll just burst because you'll be like, this keeps happening. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah, that's something I do all the time. It can be about literally anything. But if I feel like there's a problem, then we're going to fix it. We're going to fix mm -hmm. it now. And if it takes time to talk about it or it takes a couple times to talk about it, then like, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that, that leads to another thing. Yeah, just like don't assume what people know and how... Don't assume people know how you're feeling or what you're thinking. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, you actually want to explain yourself, explain how you're feeling to people, because although you might be feeling a way, a certain way, and you're used to that feeling um, after, you know, if this happens, this is how I feel. You might be used to that, right? Occurrence, because it always happens to you. Well, some people, something happens to, happens to them. They don't feel the same way that you might. So you can't just assume everybody knows exactly how you feel. And even, even if you've told that person before, right you'd be like oh i've already told them this why don't they know what i'm saying or what i'm feeling or yeah you gotta sometimes explain yourself people aren't very smart okay <laughs> like we gotta, we gotta like explain yeah and it's not even that people aren't smart <laughs> no, i'm it's just joking yeah it's just that people aren't mind readers people have different perceptions of things that happen and to some people it might not be a big deal like i know for like me and jordan like something might happen and then like i'll 
be way overthinking it and like feel like I've made him upset or something like that and like automatically have to talk about it and he'll be like oh that's like not a big deal Mm. it's fine I wasn't even like upset about it or anything whereas like and then other things it'll be the other way around so if you're not expressing your exact feelings and you're just kind of assuming that the person knows what you're talking about or knows how you're feeling you're just going to end up getting frustrated because nobody's going to read your mind and your emotions everybody's different everybody feels things differently so you got to help people out like don't give them the silent treatment don't be like you should know how i'm feeling what do you mean you don't know what's wrong like Mm -hmm. you yourself know what's wrong so help the other person to understand it yeah and that sounded very aggressive when I was saying it, but I'm trying, <laughs> just trying to be helpful. All right, let's get to the last the last uh, part here. So what are some things we've personally improved on and we're still trying to improve on each and every day? Um, so I guess I can go first. It yeah. doesn't really, okay. Uh, so for me, I need to be more engaged during conversation. <laughs> Even just watching this or listening to me, you might seem think that i'm very like out of it or just very like monotoned right uh that's kind of just naturally what i am and also like even just when you and i are talking like sometimes i'm multitasking or like doing other things not necessarily looking at the person um that's definitely something i struggle with you know i'll be doing schoolwork on the side while talking to someone even though it might be an important conversation uh so that's something i've gotta i've gotta work on for sure and then also uh I, I think I've mentioned this before already uh, earlier in this episode that I try to fix everything right away, right? Uh, before actually listening or validating the person, right? Whenever you come to me for anything, like instantly, I just think, okay, how do I fix this? How do I fix this? And all that. But uh, you got to, you know, take a step back and just relax. Yeah. So the things that I struggle with are I definitely just assume people will understand that if I'm pissed off about something, I just, like, assume they know why, and I feel like I get a little bit, um, annoyed if someone doesn't exactly get how I'm feeling, and obviously I'm pretty good at explaining how I feel, but, like, for some things I'm, like, Mm -hmm. I'm frustrated, why don't you get why I'm frustrated? Mm -hmm. So that's obviously something that I'm working on, and then the other thing, which I feel like a lot of people can relate, is, I get annoyed when someone's trying to, like, jump in to help Mm -hmm. exactly what I'm saying. Mm. Or, like, I don't know if that made sense. Like, if there's an issue and I just need to vent to somebody and, like, just put all my feelings out because, like, that's how I deal with something when I'm frustrated is just to, like, talk about it. And I'm not necessarily looking for For someone, yes, for someone to fix all my problems. Like, I'm capable. I can fix a lot of the things that I'm talking about and I would rather just someone listen so I feel like I get frustrated when they are trying to help which is not good because if someone's trying to help you you should appreciate the advice and if someone's trying to help you and you just need to vent then you should set the expectation for the conversation and say like okay I just need to vent yeah beforehand yeah yeah exactly yeah all right so that's just our little tricks and tips (laughs) to have a healthy relationship obviously there's so much more and we'll definitely talk about so many more things but this was just the most basic things so yeah. love languages test definitely recommend doing just google it and make sure you're practicing active listening calm be calm when you're speaking <laughs> no need to rush to talk to people like to interrupt people no need to yell no need yeah. to get frustrated it's a conversation you just got to talk mm-hmm. and everything will be fine 
Yep. That's that's really it. So, you know, these are the more physical aspects of communication. Uh, of course, uh, there's other parts like the mental side of it, the mindset part of it. Uh, so on a later episode, I'll have Maddie back on. I'm sure you'll hear her on here lots of times. <laughs> uh, we'll talk more about the mindset part of communication. So things like emphasize, empathize, blah, blah, blah. Empathizing with someone, (laughs) Uh, having a team mindset versus like one-on-one argument, or yeah, team mindset. Like you both want to yeah, you want to be on the same side to address the issue and not just blame the other person. Yeah, and having healthy arguments. You know, you still argue about things and debate about things. Like you and I still debate about a lot of stuff and disagree, but it's about learning from each other and still having a healthy argument. Yeah, it's good to agree to disagree. You don't have to agree with anybody on everything because you're never going to find somebody that you're just going to be like, I 100% just agree with everything you said because you're lying if that's the truth. So it's good to have healthy arguments. It's good to build your relationship that way, I think. Yep, exactly. I agree. But we'll save that for another one. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. That was awesome. Good job, Maddie. That was a good uh, good first one. Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. Awesome. awesome. I will be back. All right. Great. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you Wait, next time. Wait, first of all. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed those wisdomous facts. Oh, oh yeah. If you, <laughs> if you listen to the first episode, you know what's up. <laughs> Alrighty. All right. Uh, Thank you for listening. Yep. See you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, Share this with a friend who you think could also benefit from listening to this episode. And if you want to connect with me, my two Instagram accounts are a great place to do so. My investing account is pavado.investing and my regular account is jordanpavado23. And one last thing, just the fact that you listened to this episode should make you proud. But don't stop here. Go out and implement what you just learned today because that's where your true growth will come from. Have a great day.